0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hands-On Safety. This is Leslie, and I am with George. Hello, everybody. And Megan. Hello, everyone. And today we are going to talk about first aid kits. There are a number of kits that you can buy. They come in all kinds of sizes. They come with, um, you know, basic materials. Some of them come with um, specific materials for, like, um burns or are specific to camping and hiking or water sports or sporting other sport activities. And some of them are just basic. Some of them, you know, say they're designed for, you know, up to 50 people. So um there's all kinds of things out there. And of course you can also build your own. And that gets
1: expensive though.
0: <laughs> that does yes. get expensive. Um, but and you could also start with a basic and add add to. Um, slowly add to it what what you've got. you know, um, you could I know the one that we have at work is actually in a a giant toolbox, like a three tiered toolbox on wheels. Um, so it doesn't have to specifically be you know a first aid box as long as everyone knows that that's where the first aid supplies are kept. You know that's all that matters. It doesn't really matter what kind of box you put it in as long as everything is where you can get your hands on it um, and everybody knows where where that box is kept. And then, you know, there's all kind of places to keep your first aid kits as well, you know, in your home, in your vehicles, at work, with you when you're traveling.
2: I like that Leslie, we said you have that um, toolbox kit at work. So that's something I was thinking about too, but it falls in the idea of uh, having um to call it a, a disaster readiness kit, kind of the same concept. Mm-hmm. you probably should have the first aid kit a first aid kit with that as well and so i was thinking i know they do it here in savannah i've seen it you, know, you get like a uh the uh, the large orange uh like five gallon home depot uh cans with the lid on it oh right yeah right so i say orange because if you have members in your family who are excited you know you say hey the orange one everyone knows what it is and also it's it's big enough so you would if you were to touch it or hit it you would know exactly what it is right you know rather than thinking about it uh, as long as everyone knows, and probably mark it so that everyone knows, um, you know, even if you can uh, somehow put some Braille writing on there for those who still wear Braille, but make sure everything's in uh, large uh, font, mm-hmm. you know, for those who are impaired. And so they still can read it as well on, on the sides and on the top of it. So what I've seen is that if you do have a first aid kit, one thing you have to do is put in a location where everyone knows it is, As we just already said, having one is just not enough. You need to be familiar with what's in it and you have to do inventory every once in a while of your items. You don't want anything that's expired in there. Yeah. And
0: having a having a list of what should be in
2: there yes
0: is a good thing to do as well so that you know what could be missing.
2: Exactly. Um it's what you need to have. So you can buy you can it's, it's some it's it. there are some kits out there making you know, some of them are kind of kind of expensive uh to get. Uh but making your own kit it's easy if you have like the dollar store. I'm sure they have dollar stores up in Canada or was it $1.25 stores now here in America pretty much <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yeah yeah they went up they went up from prices uh, from dollar yep. 25 uh, but having some type of kit uh, that you can make from from there that will help out a lot. also you, you can make sure by doing that you're also making sure your stuff is probably more current uh, and probably will not expire anytime soon.
0: Yeah, and I was given one uh, at a conference a couple of years ago. That's it, it's a, just a belt pouch. It's maybe not even the size of a three by five card, um, and it's a little pouch with a belt loop on the back. And it's got you know a couple of bandages in it, uh, some sterile gauze pads, some regular gauze, some tape. It's got Q-tips and a little pair of uh, tweezers and. Uh, scissors and some uh small safety pins, that kind of thing, you know, and it's it's not so packed that I couldn't add something like um, you know, antibiotic ointment or, you know, a couple of little things to it as well. Um, but this is designed to be carried, you know, on your belt um when you're traveling so that you, it's always with you in case you need very it. very portable. And it even has a card in here where you can uh write your blood type and your information on it as well. So if somebody if anything were to happen to you and you were non-responsive, um, if this was on your belt, you could someone could go in and and find that and get your blood type information and other critical information that you can't give them verbally.
2: And you also add like a little um, something, uh, a little note in there talking about if any things you have, they have to be concerned about. Knowing your blood type is one. If you have any, you know, certain diabetes or whatever, I also put that inside just in case something happens to the outside can yeah. see it um also your contact information is so that's like for more for a personal one uh so you can say there's different types so you have like one a general one for uh for the home
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh general one for um your own personal use which probably i think everyone should have something like that for their own personal use and i uh, was uh, what they call it now not called the fanny pack anymore but what they call them now uh, the new name for fanny packs i'm
1: uh, um, not sure i yeah. think they're still fanny packs.
2: Yeah. I've, I've, heard different names for them now because it be yeah, really, because Fanny Packs just sounds kind of weird in the first place. I've heard weird. like belt pouch. Yeah. Or waist yeah. bag or waist bag or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, one of those, that's great. If you're traveling, um, to have that on, uh, have that on, you have other like over, like singular sling bags, um, you have, or, you know, or just a small bag. I've seen, um, you know, there's ones that have, um, just plastic over it. So, so anyone can see what's in there. So when I was in the army, what we did, we actually all had a, a immediate first aid pouch it had gauze in there. Uh, it also had a uh, tourniquet kit. Mm-hmm. So we as you, know, you have those, which also are good to have as well. You never know. And so what it worked is that you never used your own equipment; you use the other person's equipment because they all had the equipment on usually the same location. So even if it was dark out, I didn't know where, what, well, but uh, where his pouch was, I pretty much had an idea because it was supposed to be in the same part um same position on their uniform as mine right so we always use the other person's stuff so all this keeps that aware in mind too that if someone else you know you know someone has equipment use theirs first because you never know if you might have to use yours say like it might be a disaster you know use theirs first on them as really mm-hmm. a good person and now and if you have to use yours all right now in my lap i have the emergency management of chatham county chatham county is the county i live in uh mm-hmm. here in georgia and they have a little pamphlet uh, for Emergency Management Agency for Hurricane Preparedness. So they have a section in there, creating your own uh, family emergency kit. And and one of the categories they have in there is a first aid supplies. So I'm going to go over the, some of these supplies, and I'll see if I can um, get the website to this uh, as well. So I send this out to everybody so you know it's from a different location. The information basically would be applicable to any place that you live. So they're saying you should have aspirin, uh Benadryl, ibuprofen. See uh, burn creams, um, triple antibiotics, onionsporin, uh, cough drops. Uh, talking about ear drops. This is like more intense situation in this case. Ice packs, especially with the weather it is now, because mm-hmm. someone could have a heat emergency. So having yep. ice packs in there, uh, tweezers, gauze with, uh, and rolls, a digital thermometer, which isn't too bad to make sure you have you know good batteries, uh, cotton balls. Uh, bandages, nail clippers, basic first aid guide, um, medic- uh, some all types of medication that you might need, uh, moist toilets. Think about that, make sure they're moist toilets. And we um, have also the ones that are antiseptic ones. Yes, so the know, sanitizing you know. wipes. Right. So you might want yeah. watch, to watch out for those because confusing those two can be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, the ones that have Clorox on it, something you don't want to put on a wound, you know, to wipe away. Uh, non latex gloves uh you mentioned tylenol as well just tylenol and mm-hmm. nothing i like i recommend is also is um a like pepto-bismol or some type of uh indigestion medicine you'll forget about that uh something to add to your pack. It's pretty much more of an extreme pack uh you have um stuff like that it's just, that's a, that's a total kit right there but, um various types of band-aids you have, have small ones large ones as well um, you might want to think about getting in, in your kit to so you need a bigger bag for that. That's something you probably have from the house to help you out.
0: And I noticed that when I was going through um, this little personal kit that I have, and I also have a kit that was given to me at work, um, which basically they took a quart a Ziploc bag and they put a pack of. Sterile gauze pads and some regular gauze pads, and then some bandages. They have a splint kit in here and a, a book on basic first aid. And this was just something that our safety department threw together at work and handed out to people. Um, and I realized that bag is making a lot of noise when the recording. But they they handed it out to people, and it was just a really basic thing to have and something you know putting it in in something as simple as a Ziploc bag. But I noticed yesterday when I was looking at this, that I was able to read, use my phone to read the labels on the, the different packages, the gauze pack mm. and the um, the splint pack. Um, but that's, okay. you know, not something that you want to have to do in an emergency. Uh, you don't want to have to hope that you can take the time to to read that. So really having things labeled and having it organized in a way where you can quickly find something when you need it in an emergency whether that's large print, whether it's braille, or having it just organized in a way that you you can easily lay your hands on anything in there and know exactly what it is. Um,
1: Specific uh, sections of the first aid kit, because you can get first aid kits with different pockets and such. Mm -hmm. Right. Having it organized in that manner might help too. And if you
0: have one that's that's a box, uh, whether it's a first aid box or it's a, Uh, tackle box or toolbox, having, you know, different, those different compartments um, so that you can get your hands on it and just staying familiar with that kit. Um, Again, you know, as George said earlier, knowing, knowing what's in there, inventorying it from time to time, making sure that things don't need to be restocked or making sure things have not expired um, is a all good things to help you stay familiar with what's in that kit when you need it.
1: Something I would also include, uh, you guys mentioned an ice pack earlier. I would recommend if it's you have a big enough pack that it, you put a bottle of water in there, too. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe just good. a one of those store-bought bottles. Yeah. Right.
0: And you can even uh, get the little eight-ounce bottles. Yeah. Um, a couple of those pretty, in there. Be snuggly in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Especially
1: with the
2: weather everywhere being so hot right yeah. now, I like that bottle of water one. That is, it guess, like it's so like the larger kit. Uh, I, I'm seeing like a mini first aid kit, 110 pieces for like 9.99 on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's a small pouch on there. You can hook. It you has know, a hook. You hook it under your bag. You know that's a. So it's like that's not too expensive. It's like a little not a bad deal. It seems, um and it's really noticeable. You know, so so you're if you will get hurt. Had on your because it's a nice, like, almost red or orange color. I can't really tell, um, but it's something that other people could see. So if you were hurt, they could use yours uh, and easily identify it. Yep. So for, for the size, though, it's um, about size of two hands. So that's how big it is. I'm not saying it says uh, less than a pound uh, for it. No, it's not. So and not, not a bad da-da-da-da. price.
0: And I know not some bad. of the ones I was reading on Amazon said, you know, oh the the bandages in this kit weren't, you know didn't stick very well so we just replaced that you know right right. yeah um so just because it's in there doesn't necessarily mean uh it's especially when you're buying a pre-made kit like that it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be useful to you or maybe it's not the quality that you would want but you can always replace um correct stuff with your own things
2: but uh, I'm seeing like they have um I think I see some um safety pins like you mentioned Mm-hmm. Uh, four sets, which we forgot, or uh, scissors. Yeah. Which, are, which you have, to have mold skin. I actually saw a, a, a scene on the uh, Boy Scout site. I suggested mold skin as well. Uh, if you have to walk somewhere, you know. Um,
0: yeah, that's for blisters. I
2: believe. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you never know. Because um, you could be out just walking around and, you know, touring an area and, you know, getting blisters on your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be something as well that would uh, be, be a pain. So you know, getting some blisters, something to clean it off with. Uh, so in my mind, a, boot, a, a bootleg kit would be getting some uh, sanitation sanitary wipes um, in your kit, uh, some band aids, something to cut it with, uh, some gauze, uh, and some gloves. Might be the easiest things. And antiseptic of some type, maybe like alcohol pads, and that's like maybe, and maybe some aspirin or some things like that for a very quick kit you can put yeah. together. Um, you know, just for, said. So what, so when I do travel, so, uh, I like said, I said, I have to um, have different things getting older. So I have uh, ibuprofen in there. I have, you know, Pepto-Bismol, you know, traveling, mm-hmm. some wipes. I really don't have any aids, but just those basic things that, you know, when you're traveling, um, uh, contain something up with, or you're not feeling too well, uh, little basic stuff like that. Just for, like, for, especially for like for the day. Uh, but it's a good idea, I think, to have a kit, even if you are traveling, particularly if you are traveling, you don't know what you, uh, what's available. If anyone else has, you know, right? But you may look suspicious walking on with some some uh, duct tape and stuff like that, which <laughs> could be used. Duct tape works wonders.
3: <laughs> yes, it uh, does.
2: You know, so that's something you could banish anything up with if really had to. Um, you know, and just being aware, like certain things you can do. Uh, like someone say, someone has an injury where it's like a, a gaping wound, getting a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. And using a plastic bag and putting it over the wound and taping it up will actually help. It also, is, there is the silicone um, that they use that you actually you push it into the wound. It's, it's, it works kind of like or, or, um, it, it, it inflates. So it closes up the area and absorbs the blood. So something I've also heard used especially, uh, in the military, I've heard in other places, getting a, a tampon.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so you see, this us say you have a, a, a wound or something like that, sticking a tampon in there. It'll clog clog up the area and and, and slow down the ble- the bleeding. Yeah,
0: I've I've heard of um, using tampons, using um, ma- maxi pads, that kind of thing to help absorb bleeding. I was Trying to think of something else that I had heard uh, that was seemed a little unusual, but um, yeah, nothing is coming to mind at the moment. One thing I noticed on one of the lists that I saw was smelling salts. Mm, okay, which I didn't. Didn't think about for what? For if if somebody passes out,
1: uh, them. that's actually not a bad idea.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's not at all. I didn't. And even- I think of smelling salts as you know, or uh, I think you can do the same thing with ammonia. Um, you yeah. know, I, I think of old movies where the women were always fainting, but
2: I, I think to make sure with the, with ammonia or something like that, just keep it further away from the nose. Yes. Uh, just keep it close enough so they can they can get a whiff of it. Uh, but don't want to don't want to put it too far uh into their face. So something with ammonia or something like that. Smack them around. That works, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Good smacks, you know. Just don't punch them. Because
3: definitely.
0: (laughs) Um, I noticed that, you know, there are also first aid kits that are designed specifically for kids. There are first aid kits for pets. As well, um, handy if you also have a service dog to uh, keep something that like that around. And of course, you know, some of the items in any any kit can be used on pets or children, right. but you do have to we- be aware that there, are, there will be certain items in your kit that you need to be aware shouldn't be used in either of those cases. And you may need things that are specific for your pet or for your child
2: i think specifically with the hot weather now you know uh, if you, for you those of you who have dogs um uh, having little rubber boots mm-hmm. on the, the ground's really hot you know while you yeah. walk around with them especially if you're out of the area you know visiting touring something like i was in dc it got really hot i can imagine if you had a pet you know with you all day you know or your service animal with you all day that'd be really dramatic on them so having something uh the word to cool them off but to have those little boots put them on and but but they have to get used to, to train them to wear the boots
0: <laughs> they do um yeah my put dog them, put them on. Yeah, my dog will tolerate them she's she's pretty funny at first when you put them on she kind of stands there and acts like uh her feet no longer work but <laughs> once you get her moving she she high steps for a few minutes and then she works yeah. just fine yeah um but especially, yeah it is something you do have to train
2: especially being so hot lately around the country Like dc was so hot yes in the nineties, I was upstate New York I was up in the nineties, and that's where I when I was in upstate New York, it's never that hot in that area. Right. So I was surprised and coming back down to Savannah. You know, the other day I got in my car, it's like a hundred and eight outside when it feels like hundred and eight outside. Like that's not cool. Uh so or close to hundred and eight. So yeah. it wasn't cool, you know. So it's not a cool thing at all. Um, so you need to be mindful of that. But so with the cold with the warm weather, even the cold weather, like um I actually bought some uh, hand warmers. Mm-hmm. So, say you get stuck, um, you're with someone, you get stuck in a car, or stuck somewhere where you're outside. Having hand warmers in your kit, you know, you crack it open and put you know, and put it in your gloves or next to your gloves. It'll warm you, it'll keep your hands warm.
1: Right? Which is yeah, those amount. are great. Yeah, so, I love so yeah. those in the winter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, me too.
2: So, having something like that in your kit. So, your kit all depends on the environment you live in, the uh, you know, the uh, the climate you're in, and the time of year you can have a you know a big old bag and carry around or you just have maybe, maybe a winter kit summer kit for, you know whatever uh seasonal kits uh and that way you can make sure your stuff is fresh mm-hmm. you can rotate stuff around uh you know your travel kits um I know you can, it's really hard to have one fit all kit but just have the basic things like I said band-aids gauze some gloves uh something to cut it with is debatable because if you're traveling on an airplane you can't have that Uh, Carried onto the airplane, right? No. Oh, you can uh,
0: have those little, those little tiny scissors, like the I don't know if you've seen the ones that when you you pull them out flat and then they slide into the handles, they kind of fold up pretty compact. I may have. Um, Uh, But they're really tiny. the The blade, the scissors themselves, the cutting blade of the scissors is probably only about an inch long.
1: Yeah, they're tiny. Yeah
0: um i've i've carried those onto the plane a number of times okay. and never had a problem
2: now watch uh, oh,
0: well of course now i'll get them confiscated and oh no. really upset. get a call like <laughs> we, heard, we heard your
2: podcast well,
0: that's right we heard you've been taking scissors on the plane <laughs> yeah. and that's what um this little personal kit that i have has those kinds of scissors in it very small like i said the the scissors themselves are probably only about two, maybe two and a half inches long handles and all. And then the, the blade of the scissors is is about an inch. So very small, small enough to fit in a pocket. Um, this particular set that came in this kit does not fold up, but I do have I have other sets that do where you, um, when you open them as wide as they will go, and then you push the, the ends of the blades, the point of the blades into the handle and it it folds up so that it's only the two loops of the handle where you stick your fingers are sticking out in either direction.
2: Okay.
1: Something else I would include in a first aid kit as well is an EpiPen. Yes. Oh
2: yeah. it's a big one. Yeah.
1: You never know if there's somebody around you that has a major allergy or, you know, you might, or your kids might, or your Billy Joe down the block who you didn't know how an allergy. I don't know. Yeah. Um,
2: Why are you hanging out with Billy Joel?
1: Uh, I don't know because I can. Yeah, you can. Uh, wow. I got, connection. you. got connections.
2: I want to know about those connections. Kids today.
0: We'll have to do a, a whole other show. Later. <laughs> Megan's, Megan's <Yeah>. neighbors.
2: Megan's <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs>
1: yeah. So Effie Penn not a bad thing to have. Yeah.
2: Makes sense. Now those are kind of pricey, though. So
0: yeah, they are. They are and I was I was under the impression that you had okay. to keep them
1: refrigerated. No, you don't okay. have to. But you got to watch the expiry dates on them too, which is okay. unfortunate. Yeah. Gotcha. And they actually used to uh I don't know if they do anymore, but they used to have ones that talked. Talked.
2: Yeah.
0: EpiPens? Oh, that talked. Yeah.
2: Were they good conversations or what?
0: Is <laughs> Maybe yes. maybe only Megan's EpiPens
3: talked.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: Oh. They just talk back
3: to me.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. That wasn't that was uh oh, that was a vape pen with something else in it so you, you know right now. That's what that was. All right. I, it was EpiPen. <laughs>
3: that
2: was another pen. You, you can be, claim
3: that
2: for but... I don't know what y'all be doing in Canada, you know. But, uh, <laughs> some places here, it's not legal yet.
1: Definitely not a vape pen. Okay. Uh, but they, yeah, they used to have one that used to like count down I uh, gotcha. and stuff oh, Okay, uh, I remember them being taken off the market for some reason but I actually forgot to look up if they were still a thing
0: yeah I seem to remember that too and I don't remember the reason that they were taken off the market for a while
2: yeah I know nothing about that Mm-mm. I actually
1: had one at one point okay yeah they were really cool they would count down and they would like Tell you instructions specifically. Oh, nice!
0: And that's another thing that you want to be—you know—if you've—if you've got this in your kit, you want to be familiar with how to use it. Because yeah. right now, I—it's—I think I remember that you have to jab it in the person's thigh or uh, like a large muscle. I think but it was thigh,
2: because yeah, and the I army. Don't Vs, for uh, sure. That you issue those if you were, in a, you know, for combat, and several of them, and you inject them into the midi part of the body uh especially but we use them all, not quite strongly the epipen but what do you call it but like for uh, you were in a uh chemical environment got comp- possibly compromised you get three jabs at those suckers uh mm. aggressive <laughs> you passed out you can give it to yourself so your buddy had to give it to you but it was like usually in the meat part of your leg so that's gotcha. you know some shows the game concept once well it gets in there actually ac- ac- something like that that's what we use you do in all the all the movies where there's like you know, NBC, you know, nuclear, nuclear biological chemicals involved. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets one of those, you know.
0: So I was looking at some of the ones for pets, and this one includes a styptic pencil, which is to help stop bleeding, and a neon nylon collar so that you can write uh, information on it if needed. Uh, you could write your name, or your phone number, or with a magic marker. I've seen those a lot uh, with hunting dogs.
1: Also in a pet kit. Yeah, put a feeding bowl, like a collapsible
2: bowl. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. In there yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, and maybe have one of the like a meal, maybe two in there for the dog, right? Or cat, or whatever pet it is.
2: So it's so kind you of can a, get some hands on. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, emergency preparedness and first aid kit or first aid kit on steroids. You know, so <laughs> they, they kind of they kind of blur lines. They, um, they do. Yeah. So it depends. Like I say, you want something quick and easy just to carry on you when you're walking down the street or in your bag. Yeah, those small kits are great. But you want like a household one, that the household one should be, in my opinion, more of an emergency uh, emergency kit overall. Mm-hmm. You know, you have everything there, so that we never have to go. Oh, my kit's over here. My other emergency over there. Put them all in one thing.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, unless you have like a small and maybe one in your kitchen. A you know, small one in your kitchen for emergencies, but have another one for overall, um, merged situations. Um, I believe you need to have.
1: Yeah, and it, like a bigger one, maybe have like a blanket or a fire blanket. Yeah, the, yes. uh, the little uh, yeah that
2: little kit that I talked about. It had the reflect the the folding, you know, uh, aluminum blanket
3: mm-hmm. it. Yeah.
2: So they had that as well in that little kit. So I actually sent a link to you guys. I'll be sending a link to you guys on, for that kit and post it up. Uh, okay. On the show notes. Or somebody's interested in uh, getting that kit because really seeing the very simple kit like you said if the adhesive on the bandage are not that good you can go buy some bandages inexpensively and replace mm-hmm. them right You know, so take one out and test it and see if not you know just make sure you have your kit you know is, it's, it's a good one and by going in there and testing it out you should get familiar with what's in there
0: yeah i was i was amazed i saw one of those kits yesterday that had a a blanket in it i was like how did they get that blanket in that ah, it, won't go,
2: it won't go back in
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you want you take it's it out it is it's going yours. back in
2: <laughs> one it's shot yours. one kill <laughs> that's yeah, right it's yours. <laughs> it's yours take it out you pay for it you know that's right your, you know, your and,
0: parting gift
2: <laughs> and for our friends who travel and so travel with their uh with family members and the family may drive it's not bad to have one in your car Mm-hmm. Uh, um, maybe bigger kicks because it in the car. But having those blankets, uh, we had a situation several years ago where it had a snowstorm in Atlanta. It was so bad that people got stuck on the highway. Yes, uh, they were they weren't used mm-hmm. to it, um, and people were in their car freezing to death. Mm-hmm. But they know uh, they would have had you know uh, have something like these the are emergency blankets in there. You know, it wouldn't probably made a difference. Hand warmers in there would have made a difference. So if you have a, have a car and you have a bigger emergency, a more of an emergency kit, but a lot of first aid supplies in there because access do happen on the roads.
1: Definitely. Definitely. That's like standard practice here in Igloo land. <laughs> land yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I can imagine um, where there's a possibility of you getting snowed in or running off the road into a drift or something and being stuck in your car that having those thermal blankets is probably really handy and um, having some, you know, um, power bars or protein bars in there to give you some calories if you need it or that's another good... And
1: make sure it's accessible within your car. Like, if it's in the trunk and you have to get out to open the trunk, then mm-hmm. it's not going to really be a bit of any use to you probably <laughs> if you get stuck. Right. right. Possibly not. Uh,
2: you're probably your first aid kit probably needs to be somewhere close up in the front. Uh, and then your overall bag, you know, you should have more stuff should be in the back. Right. Um, case. And like other things you add, you know, flashlights can be added to it, you know, say it the car, uh, candles, some matches, uh, as well, a pocket knife. And then you also have these small radios that you can wind up.
1: Yes. Um, you know, yes, that's I seen that in
2: everybody. A while. Yeah, they still they still have like the, here at Ace Party Warrior store. I've seen them. Uh talk about getting some of those. Uh I have a uh a radio, 25 bucks uh Laofeng, as it was called, is actually more for um, like a ham radio, a small handheld hand ham radio. Mm-hmm. You can actually get, so I'm trying to get my license as a ham radio operator. I just got to take, I got to study more and take the test. Um, but with that, you're able to communicate with anybody around the world on, on different frequencies legally, if, you, if you're if you licensed. But even one of those things is good for emergencies. A cell phone, uh, if, even if you have your, I, t- I think we talked about this a couple years ago with the emergency kit. If you have a cell phone, have a charger, or have it charged up already, even if it's an old cell phone, you still can call nine one one on it.
3: Mm-hmm. Even if
2: you don't, even if you, yep. uh, even if you don't have service on it at the time, so designed for that. So it's something else to think about. You know, so throwing the old yeah. phones away, keep them around uh, at least you know you can use it for that purpose. But yeah, that's like all, all I got. So I'm just trying to find some more stuff. But yeah, I've seen, as I've seen different things, even so the Boy Scout kit, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's something that no one ever thinks about having. Crazy glue or this stuff uh, called new skin. Yes, uh, because if you have a wound, let's say a, a small cut, whatever paper cut, or you get caught on something like you know uh, maybe a knife or something, or you're doing something. Uh, it's good to wash off, the, wash off the cut, let it dry out real quick, get the blood away as much as possible, and you put it over the wound, and it will be like a like a like, like when you're a kid, you put glue on your hands. That's mm-hmm. pretty much all it is, and it's it actually helps the skin to fuse together quicker and it prevents it from bleeding.
0: I can't tell you how many times in when I was in design school, you know, we were in class and we were using exacto blades or, you know, mm-hmm. sharp knives to, to trim projects. And, um, how many times that, you know, you cut your finger with one, you just grab the bottle of super glue and uh, seal it up.
2: And yeah, works no, just fine. Exactly. It's a great oh, idea. All the, all the movies, you know, Oh, I'm cut. Oh. Fuse it together. You know. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah crazy stuff. Uh yeah, I see somebody moving like, yeah, I don't think I can do that to myself. I'm sorry. I'm not sewing my skin together. Well I Like
0: my my little personal first aid kit that I got. Um, it actually came with a needle and thread and some buttons. And I was like, um, what am I supposed buttons. to use that on? <laughs> <laughs> it's like know, I'm not sewing myself or anybody else up with that, but uh, with that, I guess yeah, it's that's... just a little emergency sewing kit as well as first aid things in here. But yeah, there's yeah. there's okay. one needle and there's a couple of little buttons and a a spool of thread.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, like, I don't oh, know about okay. that. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know, the area was really numb, and I was drinking something, maybe you
3: know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, in the movies, they always give you a, you know, here, slug down this bottle of whiskey.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it makes you bleep more. Uh, <laughs> right,
0: yeah, they don't tell you that in the movies.
2: No, just, no. It hey, crazy, this will help
0: yeah. with the pain. Drink this and we'll, yeah. we'll sew you up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that one. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I just think have, having certain kits, you know, uh, ABC's little kits, having a home kit, you know, to make it affordable, having one major kit in the house. And if you need need for first aid, you know, that's it. Maybe a little small couple things in an old tin box mm-hmm. in uh, your drunk drawer, you know, for quick emergencies in the in the in the um, kitchen or something in your bathroom. Uh, yeah. Maybe a kit, kit for your car, depending. And it's, it's 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 borderline prepping, which it is. You're you're preparing. There's Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of um, you know, gentleman prepping. You know, where I don't have to wear the crazy outfits and feel like I'm going to go to war. <laughs> uh just to have stuff necessary that you that you know you may someday use accessible to you uh, mm-hmm. for emergencies yeah there's nothing wrong with that having you know uh having water in your car there's there's never anything wrong with having uh water in your vehicle having water in your backpack just yep. you know get some bottles and throw it in your backpack leave it in there it's always good to have uh some medication like i said for headaches or also maybe medication for allergies you know, something really simple you can buy over the shelf. So that that is a problem too. You know, people can have major issues uh, from allergies, and you know, maybe around your dog they have allergies outside seasonal allergies. Um, and people can't go outside too often because it's so bad. Right. You know,
1: I carry around allergy meds.
2: Yeah, and I do that too because um, some animals I seem to be allergic to. But I think I'm getting better. My mom has a cat, and I haven't. You know, I started itching, and I haven't been itching around her cat, so I was getting a little better, I guess. Also, you're traveling. Sometimes that pressure, uh, mm-hmm. you're in an airplane builds up. I take them, sometimes I'll take them before I fly to alleviate any potential uh, pressure on my yep. ears. you know that works as well. Uh, the now non-drowsy, uh, right stuff, yeah. And to be careful with medicine, the kids, uh, without parental consent and check the dosage. Yeah, definitely. Especially epipens, no epipens. I mean, um, vape pens. So vape pens for kids. that's 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 just wrong so yeah that's pretty much uh what i have to present
0: yeah that's um i think that's just about covered everything megan do you have anything else
1: no nothing too much to add just that you know having you know emergency kits for different situations or like a travel first aid kit is always really handy also uh something i also was going to mention was having a naloxone kit in your car or in your backpack carrying that around with you is not a bad thing either good deal
0: all right everyone well thank you for joining us for another great show and uh we will see you next time you can find us on the web on facebook at hands on safety podcast look check out our page follow us um we'll post all of our shows there and occasional tips and tricks as we find them. You can find us on Twitter at hands underscore safety and find us on the web at handsonsafety.net. And please, as always, send us your feedback to feedback at handsonsafety.net. Uh, we would love to hear from you, show suggestions, things you like, things you don't like, what you'd like to see in the future. And we look
1: forward to bringing you on another show next month. And tell us some things that you put into your fair state kit. Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe we didn't have it. Maybe we missed something that you use in yours that you find useful.
0: Definitely. Love to hear those suggestions. All right, everyone. Bye, everyone.
2: Have a good one.